0: Hi everybody, and welcome to this week's UK Mortgage Market Insights for the weekend in the 27th of October, 2023. I hope I find you all well. In this week's episode, we're gonna cover the usual subjects, such as swap rates, lender rate reductions, and some criteria changes. We're also going to cover unemployment numbers and what that might mean for the next Bank of England base rate decision next week. And we're also going to look at the increase in popularity for marathon mortgages. Last of all, we're going to cover some potential support that's coming for first-time buyers, so make sure you stay tuned for that one. First up this week, unemployment figures. Estimates from the Office for National Statistics show that unemployment figures remain largely unchanged from the previous three months. And for those of you that are watching, rather than listening to this, you can actually see on screen now a snippet from the data that they released. It shows that the number of payrolled employees in September 2023 is estimated to be largely unchanged and shows that those payrolled employee numbers are down by about 11,000 from the previous month. And it also shows that the employee growth for August when compared to July, has been changed slightly. It was initially estimated to be a decrease of 1,000 people, and this has now changed to a decrease of 8,000 people. So in short, these numbers seem to indicate that the economy in the UK is, is actually quite weak. It looks like unemployment numbers might be on the rise, and wage rises that we've covered in previous episodes are also potentially reaching their peak. So if things get worse, then potentially we could find the UK heading into a recession, which is something that nobody wants. So what does that mean for the next Bank of England base rate decision, which is next week on the 2nd of November? Well, the hope is that the Bank of England actually do nothing this time around, because we're now starting to see the true effect of the increases in the interest rates that we've seen over the last couple of years. These are starting to feed through into the economy. People just haven't got as much money to spend. So the general consensus is that we want the Bank of England to hold the rates, to not increase them any further, because people who are coming off long-term fixed rates are now experiencing a real rate shock. And to increase rates any further is going to have absolutely no effect whatsoever, because those people are already struggling. I'd love to hear your thoughts and see what you think the Bank of England should do at the next meeting. Should they increase the rate? Should they keep the rate the same? Or should they even drop the rate? let me know in the comments. So next up, we'll just take a very quick look at some of the lenders that have reduced their rates this week. This is not all of them by any means, but these are the main ones that we want to focus on. So this week, we've seen Santander, Skipton, Bank of Ireland, Principality, Kensington, Gen H, Lindinvest, and Virgin all announced rate reductions. And Virgin now offering a two-year fixed at 5.09 with a 1% arrangement fee, which is not a bad deal in itself. But we have seen lenders continue the rate reductions this week, which is great news for those who are purchasing or looking to remortgage. So if you do need to remortgage, then it would pay to get in touch with a broker and have a good look at your options because there is actually a lot of choice available. Also this week, we have seen some criteria changes from lenders. And one key point that stood out was the changes from Barclays. They've actually increased their loan-to-income ratios, which means that for those people that are earning slightly more, they can now potentially borrow more money as the standard income multiples have increased to five and a half times the income rather than five times the income. Now, this is a good idea in some aspects because it does mean that more people are now going to be able to use Barclays. In my opinion, this is just because Barclays haven't been writing much business of late. So they're looking for ways to increase the amount of people that come to them. However, in a higher interest rate environment that we're currently experiencing, do people really need to be borrowing more money? Is that just not creating a bigger problem of unaffordability just simply because they want to buy a house that it may be they really can't afford? I would love to hear your thoughts in the comments. Do you think that increasing the amount of money that people can borrow from lenders is a good idea? Or do you think that lenders should be limiting the amount of money that people can borrow? Let me know in the comments. So while we're on the subject of lenders criteria changes and interest rate drops, let's take a quick look at this week's swap rate chart. So as you can see, for those of you that are watching on screen, we've now got the latest chart from yesterday evening, and it shows that swap rates have again been steadily reducing. So they're not quite where they were a month ago, but they're almost back to that point, which is why we've continued to see lenders decreasing their rates. What is a particular point of interest is the two year swap rate has now dropped below 5%. So this is a good indication if it continues, that we might actually start to see some two-year fixed rates also dropping below 5%. Two-year fixed rates are a really popular product with clients at the moment. So let's keep our fingers crossed that those that want short-term fixed rates are soon going to be able to get those below 5 So again, staying with the theme of interest rates and talking about rate shock that people are experiencing because they're coming off really low fixed rates of interest and they're now experiencing interest rates that are four or five times higher than what they've been used to. So this is having a massive impact on the monthly mortgage payments. This article that you can see on screen was in the Guardian. It's saying that one in four UK homeowners are now opting to take out marathon mortgages as they seek to reduce their monthly mortgage payments. Marathon mortgages would be those having a term in excess of 30 years. And obviously for some people to reduce the monthly cost, this is a good idea. But having a marathon mortgage does also bring with it some negative points, such as you are going to be charged more interest over the term of the mortgage. You're not going to build equity up in your property as quickly because the amount of money that is paid off your capital is very low when your mortgage initially starts. And for the first few years, most of your payment goes towards interest. So whilst marathon mortgages might be right for some, they're not right for everybody. So if you're in a position where you're considering taking a mortgage with a term of more than 30 years, please do speak to a broker to get some real good advice and to work out if this is truly the thing that you should be doing. And so on to first-time buyers and the potential support that might be coming their way. So apparently Jeremy Hunt is drawing up a set of plans that is going to announce the autumn budget statement next month, where he's pledging a package of support to first-time buyers to help them get on the property ladder. Things that have been rumored to be discussed are the extension of the mortgage guarantee scheme, a new type of savings account, and potentially even a stamp duty cut. Let's just take a look at these in a little bit more detail. The mortgage guarantee scheme, as we all know, was great. It was introduced at a time when lenders were really finding it difficult to lend to those people that only had a 5% deposit, and this mortgage guarantee scheme enabled those lenders to actually introduce some products that were available at 95% loan-to-value. However, we have got loads of lenders nowadays offering mortgages at 95% loan-to-value, so the extension of this mortgage guarantee scheme, in my opinion, is absolutely worthless. It's not going to achieve anything, and it really is merely to try and grab headlines for an upcoming election. Secondly, let's take a look at this new Savings account. Well, in actual fact, for those of you that already know, there is something called the lease the lifetime ISA, which is available to people that are saving for a deposit for a mortgage. So why on earth would a new savings account do anything when there's already something that's available that does exactly the same thing? Again, to me, headline grabbing. And lastly, and probably the more interesting one is a potential stamp duty cut. Whether or not this happens, we don't know. Is it even a good idea? What do you think? I'd love to hear your thoughts, so please drop them in the comments. But what I do know is that it seems to me that Jeremy Hunt is really trying to grab headlines because there is an upcoming election next year. He's trying to get the support of the voters by offering what appears to be on the face of it these great schemes, when in reality there are things that already exist. What I do know is that to try and boost the property market right now is going to be a very, very difficult job and it is going to take some radical thinking from the government. These things that have been mentioned so far, I don't think go far enough. But let me know your thoughts in the comments. Are these good ideas? Will they improve the chances of first-time buyers getting onto the property market or not? And there you have it. That brings us to the end of this week's episode. So I hope you found that information useful. As always, I really do appreciate your support in the channel. So thank you very much for listening. Please do consider subscribing if you haven't already. All that leaves me to say, as usual, is have yourselves a great weekend. And we'll be back next Friday. Take care.